Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez is the Best. Today is Tuesday, April 25, 2023. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. What's up, everyone? Happy New Week. Hey, thank you, by the way, to everyone who responded <clears throat> to the Spotify Q&A. So if you listened to my last episode, I asked you guys, man, you guys can start responding to the Q&A in the episode. If you're listening to the app, there's like prompts and shit there. I got a couple of responses. Shout out to Lawrence and to Chris. Uh, Lawrence says, uh, it was a good, juicy episode. I prefer lengthier episodes. Yeah, that last one was long. It was like 40 minutes. <clears throat> anyway, speaking of Lexi, are you still hooked up to her Netflix account? Hell yes. I am, friend. Why would I ever pay for Netflix if I can get it for free? Not that I can't afford it, but if... And she's not charging me. That's the best part. How many of you have Netflix and are sharing it with your friends and are charging them? You guys are... You guys are cheap, huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I, it's only right that they, that you charge people on your account. But Lexi, bless her soul... I mean, she's wildly successful. She's married now. Uh, her husband, I think, is... Uh, oh, I met her husband, by the way. Cool dude. Uh, seems like he's well off. So, they, you know, they don't need to charge me for Netflix, man. That just... That seems like overkill. That's like charging a poor person for charity, right? You give them charity, but like, hey, you know, we're, we're going to feed you, but you got to pay for it. Nah, man. Just let me... Let me mooch just for a little longer. I've been on Netflix... Net, Alexi's Netflix account for... I would say maybe five years now. So it feels good, man. And I got a little bit stressed out. What, whatever happened to that? Remember Netflix announced that they would stop like the password sharing shit? I, it, I feel like they rescinded it because I've had no issues. The only time I was ever stressed was when Lexi didn't pay for it or whatever. And uh, someone had to update the credit card number. And I was like, fuck. And you don't want to be that asshole, right? Saying, Lexi, come on, get on it. <laughs> so... She, uh, eventually she did, and here I am, living the good life, alongside, uh, Cookie, Man, and Steffi. So, shout out to my, uh, co-profiler, my co-profiles on the, on Lexi's Netflix. So there's five profiles on there, Lexi's, her dad, me, Steffi, and Cookie, and we all share the same Netflix. Thank you, Lexi. <laughs> uh, and to Chris, Chris says, cause we, were, I was talking about Harry Potter last episode and chris said bro if they will nail the first book i will shit i will really shit my pants when uh goblet of fire now when it comes to the goblet of fire yeah man you know i was talking about that so i was talking about the tv show right because there's a difference between the books and the tv shows in terms of how i how i enjoyed them all right hands down in terms of the movies prisoner azkaban is the best one like there's no question about it out of all the uh, eight. Uh, let's just count the seventh and eighth movies as one movie because it's just part one, part two. Out of the seven movies based on the books, Prisoner Azkaban is the best one. Like, you can't convince me otherwise. There's no better one because it shifted, right? From the first two, directed by Chris Columbus, it, it was like a kiddie movie, which isn't a bad thing because the, the target market is like the kids that grew up with the books. 
But the third one really, it, it, it shit got real, man. There's like more gravitas. You know, it's a little darker. Hermione like grew up. <laughs> you know, you're growing up. I mean, I was the same age as Hermione. I'm, I'm the same age as Emma Watson. So when Prisoner of Azkaban came out, I was like, damn, she's a babe. Uh, and then, I mean, you know, Goblet of Fire, you'll see them like, I mean, later on they get older, right? But it just felt more like there's more at stake. And I think the same happens in the books. Because in the first two, I mean, Harry Potter fucks with, with Quirrell, Quirrell, with, with, uh, with Voldemort on his back of his head. And Chamber of Secrets, it's, it's that like, is it a snake? What does he, what does he fight in the second movie? But the third one, is when they're like, there's like dementors and shit. So you're like, fuck, he's really like, this is deep shit. So the third movie, like, hands down, the best one. But when it comes to the books, I think, uh, Order of the Phoenix is my, or sorry, uh, Goblet of Fire is my favorite book out of all of them. Because A, it's when the books got like thick, you know, thick, like, like Ice Spice. Who else is, who, who the kids call thick nowadays? Cardi B, right? Uh, T-H-I-C-C if you bought because I remember when the movie first came out there were only four books out right the first movie came out uh, Order of the Phoenix hadn't been written yet so if you bought like the the set you'll see like the first book second book and the third book are all relatively the same like thickness in in width uh, because it wasn't the, the books weren't that long but Goblet of Fire is like thick bro and so they added a lot more it was a longer story. The The trials were, you know, there's more in depth. I mean, you, obviously you can't go all into it, into the movie. That's why I'm excited for the show. But the the books had so much uh, content in it. And it, it really built the world because they, they introduced, like, the other schools. So you're like, oh, shit, there's other wizarding schools. Um, but, yeah, dude, the, the, the Goblet Fire is probably the best book, in my opinion. Uh, because the movies, man, I mean, Goblet of Fire, the movie <clears throat> was entertaining, but like I said, there, there's so much that they missed out on simply because it, they had to compress it into what a two and a half. I don't even know how long that movie is like two and a half hour movie. Um, but the, the, the movies I would say got progressively more lame after Goblet of Fire, like Order of the Phoenix was the worst movie. For me, I, I I think I could say that like with confidence, that movie was garbage, which is a shame because the book was so cool, right? That's the book, right? Where 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 they they get the room of requirement, they start training uh, training with you know all the, the students like secretly training and shit, uh, you know because they're like yeah we gotta fight Voldemort and his friends, right? So the book was really good. I remember enjoying that book a lot, but the movie. Out, it was such a letdown, especially like when they the way they handled uh, the Ministry of Magic, sh- the shit that happened in Ministry of Magic, where where Sirius Black dies. Like you name, if you never read the book, you'd be like, "Is he dead?" He kind of just fell into like this, this this like endless chamber shit, and you're like, "Oh, can't he just magic himself back?" Uh, they they really like they really dropped the ball in the movies moving forward. Even six and seven and eight, like Half Blood Prince. I don't remember shit from that movie, like, at all. I don't remember. Do you guys remember a, a, a cool scene that happened in that movie? I don't. Like, not at all. But if I recall the books, I remember certain things. Like, obviously, when he finds out Snape is a half-blood prince, when he learns the spell, I, I feel like the interactions with Slughorn were, like, way more... They had more substance in the books. So, 
the TV shows, I think, will have more room to explore, especially if they're going to go with the one book per season, whatever. But we talked about it in Halal Show. They're going to, they're trying to go for 10 seasons. So I, I don't know how they're going to split the seasons if it's not, if it, because it's got to be seven seasons if it's one per book. But if they're going for 10, they've got to split the book into multiple seasons, I guess. But yeah, dude, I, I'm looking forward to that, sh- to the show because they can really capture a lot and there, and there's so much stuff that they missed in the movies simply for time constraint like they i mean the one that always sticks out in my mind it's not even my favorite character or anything but peeves peeves makes no appearances in the movies at all and he's a pretty he's a pretty he's in is he i feel like he's in every book i don't know um and i just want to see more like moving forward so there we go so books Goblet Fire is a great book. Uh, movies, Prisoner Azkaban is the best one, 100%. Followed by probably Goblet of Fire, and then maybe uh, the first movie. Uh, the fifth the fifth movie, The Order of the Phoenix, the worst one. The seventh and oh, the, the final two, the part one, part two, I would rank it near the bottom. Half-Blood Prince, Prince down there. Um, Chamber Secrets down there as well. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, what else? What else can I talk about? Oh, you know what? I, I found something on uh, online on Reddit. Let me check my phone real quick. So you guys know me. I'm a big fan of action movies. I'm a big fan of action heroes. And somebody on Reddit posted a pretty good discussion, if you ask me. So I don't know if you've watched all these movies, but uh, bear with me, all right? I'm going to paint you a visual picture since there's no uh, – since this is just an audio podcast – so someone put in a in a battle royale. So they said if they if you put these eight guys in a warehouse, who's gonna come out alive if they all have to kill each other? So here are the eight people. Okay, John Wick. All right. If you've ever watched the movie Nobody, Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul, that guy. Nobody, that guy. The Equalizer, Denzel Washington. Two movies, pretty badass. The Punisher, the Punisher, the TV show Punisher. I guess is the one they're going with. Played by, uh, fuck, what's his name? He's a great actor. Walking Dead guy. So that's four. James Bond, five. Jason Bourne, six. Uh, Tyler Rake. So that name is, is super not familiar. But if you've watched the movie Extraction with Chris Hemsworth, dude, it's a badass movie. There's that awesome one-take scene. If you haven't seen Extraction on Netflix, go watch it right now. Fucking so good. And the sequel's coming up soon. I think it's next month that they're going to release the sequel. And he's pretty badass too. And then the last guy, the eighth person, is the, I, I see. If you ever watch The Gray Man, which is also on Netflix, the one with Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling, it's the guy played by Ryan Gosling, and his name is Six. I don't remember anything about that movie. It was such a super basic movie. The action was cool. I don't remember much of what Six did. But those are the eight guys in the battle royale. So who's your money on? Tell me. I am having a tough time. I would say probably because I love John Wick, but you've seen him get his ass beat by guys who probably like he got saved a couple times in the fourth movie. I know he got saved a couple times in all the movies like he was about to die in like all four. He just it was, you know, what do you call it? Deuce ex machina, right? Or whatever. Plot armor, whatever you want to call it. Right. I think either the Punisher or James Bond takes it, I would say. Tyler Rake, he was awesome in the in Extraction, but uh, he he's too much like John Wick, in my opinion. And I think John Wick has better hand-to-hand fighting skills. 
based on the fourth movie with the nunchucks. Oh, that nunchuck scene in Osaka was so good. Why haven't you watched John Wick 4 yet, man? That movie's so fucking good. I would say it's Punisher or James Bond, simply because Punisher just tanks. Like, he tanks pain. He, like, he, he gets stronger. He's like the Hulk. <laughs> he gets stronger the more he gets fucked up. Jason Bourne, I think, might also have a... Cause, okay, so I, I'm eliminating Ryan Gosling's character of six. Because I don't really care about his character. I'm eliminating him. Denzel in the Equalizer, he's more known for his, uh, his traps and shit. So with prep time, he might have a good chance. Maybe. Maybe. Bob Odenkirk's nobody is pretty badass, but I think he, John Wick would fuck him up and Punisher would fuck him up. James Bond, here, I guess James Bond with gadgets? I think he would take it. James Bond without gadgets is still pretty badass. Ah, fuck, man. I don't know, man. Based on feats, right? They always, whenever you go on Reddit and you go to, cause there's a subreddit called Who Would Win? And they always pit characters against each other, like Goku. Who would win? Goku or Superman? Or blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And they always talk about feats. F-E-A-T-S. Right? They always say, oh, the, the, the greatest feat that this character did was this. So based on this feat, he would probably defeat this character. James Bond has the most feats. If we're going to go with the whole movie series, I haven't watched all the James Bonds, but I mean, he saved the world countless times, right? Punisher, if you watch the show, dude, his feats are pretty insane too. John Wick's killed the most people, 100%. I'm pretty sure. If, if you do the body count out of all the movies, I feel like he's killed more people than all the seven combined. But... They, they were henchmen, right? Like, they were like nameless henchmen, like in the video game. They're, they're the, the grunts. Right? You fuck them up in one shot. Jason Bourne is a good one too, man. I, I don't know. Cause I've watched all the Jason Bourne movies. He's pretty, I think Jason Bourne, if it's all hand to hand, I'd give it to Jason Bourne over John Wick. Maybe. Maybe. Fuck, man. That's a tough one. Anyway, who do you, who do you guys got winning? Maybe that should be my Q&A. For the day. So here we go. Once again, Battle Royale. Uh, I'm not going to list any, like, let's just say there, there's no guns. Like, and, oh, well, no, that's weird. Cause, cause, I don't know. I, I guess it would matter. What would matter is, like, the scenario, right? Is it just an empty room? Is there, do they have weapons? Do they start with weapons? Do they have to find weapons? Do they have to improvise weapons? Fuck, that's a tough one. But anyway, overall, who would you take, right? Money on the line. Tyler Rake, John Wick, The Equalizer, Nobody, Six from The Gray Man, The Punisher, Jason Bourne, or James Bond. Who do you got? Answer in the Q&A in the Spotify episode if you're listening on Spotify. What else do I want to talk about? Oh, speaking of movies, uh, I watched the Super Mario Brothers movie. I really enjoyed it. But here's the thing, okay? If you've never played a Super Mario game ever, like, I don't know how you've never played a Super like, if, cause I feel like most people who listen to this game are either my age or younger. And Mario games have been coming out, like, even after I kind of graduated, quote unquote, graduated from the, the Super Mario games of old. I, I never really played the new, the newer Mario games past maybe 2001, 2002. Cause they, you know, I, I, I didn't own, uh, a GameCube. I didn't own a, Switch. What was before Switch? What was before? What was after GameCube and before Switch? Mm, fuck, I forget. But excuse me, sorry. Or yeah. So if you've 
ever played a Super Mario game, you will enjoy the movie. It was pretty good. It was it was enjoyable. There's so many, you know, uh, Easter eggs and so many callbacks to the, the games, so many references. That's the right word I was looking for. So many references that you will just, based off of nostalgia alone, you will enjoy the movie. If you've never watched a Super Mario movie, or if you've never played a Super Mario game, the movie is basic as fuck. I'm not going to lie to you. It, it has no depth, right? It has no emotional anything. It, it's, how do I explain it? You know, the, the DreamWorks and Pixar, cause I don't, it's an Illumination movie or Illuminati, Illuminati. What do you call it? Whatever. The, the minions people, right? The minions, the people that make the minions, which I fucking hate. Despicable me, th- those guys. The, the Pixar and, 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 uh, DreamWorks, they're really good at giving characters depth and making you feel things other than just f- like fun, fun, fun. Like there's sadness, there's sadness. Usually there's like a family aspect, which they try. I thought they were going to do in Mario, but they kind of just glossed over it. Uh, the humor is there, right? The humor in the Super Mario Brothers is, is pretty solid, but you don't end up caring about any of them. Even if you play the games, you're just like, oh, that was a good time. But not that I want to cry or anything when I watch these movies, but there, there is no emotional aspect at all. And that's what makes it, I guess, because it's, it's marketed for kids, right? And you don't need, kids to be sad or whatever for a good movie but that's the beauty of pixar and and dreamworks you know if you watch how to train your dragon if you watch toy story 3 inside out it's something for the kids but also for the adults and the kids at heart the ones that grew up on cartoons the, gr- the ones that grew up on the first toy story i mean how to train your dragon the the trilogy is is fantastic it's it stands it will stand the test of time the Super Mario Brothers, you watch it once and you'll probably never want to really rewatch it again. Uh, unless you're a kid, right? And you want to play that shit 50 billion times on, on whatever streaming service is going to come out on. I remember when I was a kid, not a kid, kid, but like my, I had younger cousins. They would watch fucking Finding Nemo every fucking day that I, to the point where I memorized the whole thing. And it's not a, and Finding Nemo is a fantastic film, by the way, right? One of my favorite Pixar films. But I, I feel like I would lose my fucking mind if, if, if I had a, a nephew or a kid that was just watching Super Mario every day because it's not fun after the first time. It's fun once. I will never watch it again. That, that, that's, that's my thoughts on it. The movie, but it's enjoyable if you played the games. Trust me on this. If you haven't watched it, you're going to be like, that was so average. Cause overall, it's an average movie. It's just the fact that the nostalgia hits and you see characters. I mean, if you've ever played Donkey Kong, uh, Donkey Kong, you know, cause Donkey Kong and Mario are kind of interconnected. If you ever go into the history of the game, Mario was actually, uh, Donkey Kong was the first character, like, and then he, Mario was in that game where Donkey Kong's throwing barrels. Like that was the original game before like any Mario game came out. I think, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, the voice acting was good. Um, I forget who voiced Mario. Oh, Chris Pratt. And, oh, and you know how there was a whole lot of, uh, hullabaloo regarding Chris Pratt and not using the Super Mario iconic Italian, uh, here we go. It's a me, Mario. Like that voice. They addressed that, like, literally in the first 
three minutes of the film. And I think the way they addressed it was really good. I think Chris Pratt did a solid job. Uh, nothing wrong with his performance. The The highlight uh, for me is uh, Jack Black. He sings a song called Peaches, which is has been stuck in my head for the last week or so now. Anna Taylor-Joy plays Princess Peach. And for I guess for the duration of the film, I was trying to figure out who the fuck is this girl's voice because it's so familiar. But she was okay. Uh, Seth Rogen plays Donkey Kong. Pretty solid. But overall, like nothing, because there was a lack of emotional depth to the film, it, it, it just didn't hit as hard, right? It just wasn't as, as solid as I think it could have been. Now, how do you make an emotional Super Mario Brothers movie? I don't know. Oh yeah, Luigi was played by Charlie Day. And here's the thing, okay, maybe a minor spoiler. It's called the Super Mario Brothers movie, but Luigi's barely in it. Which is a shame because Luigi's my favorite character in the Mario series and Yoshi. Uh, I'm not going to tell you anything about Yoshi, but just watch the movie, right? Oh, there are two end credit scenes, by the way. Mid-credit and an end credit. Um, Luigi, like, I feel like they, they really just kind of glossed over his character. So it should have just been a Mario movie. And then they could have just made the next movie a Super Bar- Mario Brothers movie and had Luigi do more shit. Um, but overall, solid, you know, 7 out of 10. You know, would uh, recommend to fans of the game. What else did I do this week, man? Is I, I'm done talking about fucking Super Mario. Mm, let's see. I mean, did I do anything fantastic this week? Remember I told you guys about that voiceover work I got? They finally paid me. Thank you, Lord. So I had a little bit of spending uh, spending money this week. Uh, I have some hostings coming up next week, and I'm hosting a wedding next week. Got a couple more inquiries. I, I'm hosting two debuts next month for sure uh what else what else man i mean i went to bgc a couple uh, over the weekend uh, went grocery shopping at landers can can i just say like what why is uh like i wanted to buy chicken fillet like chicken breast and chicken thigh fillet but the price difference between that and the ones with the the chicken with the bones it's like it's like day and night why i mean i know like if you have bones in you get less meat but the price difference is like 150 pesos for whatever the packaging is. That's so, that's so huge. And I feel like you get the same amount of meat. I don't know. Maybe, obviously you get more meat when it's just without the bones, but I cannot justify buying the fucking fillet when I, when I could just take out the bone and eat the meat. Uh, I don't know, man. I treated myself to some Dr. Pepper Zero sugar but something about it is is, i don't know if i got a bad batch like this shit is flat every time i open a new can it's just not the vibe uh i walked around uptown mall we walked around uptown mall uh uptown mall is actually a pretty nice mall man i I never shop in there they have a lot of cool stuff they have two adidas stores which i don't understand they took out the uniqlo i know that which is weird because i thought uniqlo did numbers is uniqlo the most popular fast fashion here in the philippines because whenever I talk to people in my uh, in my demographic, you know, people who are uh, I don't know what, what you call us, middle class people who have uh, money to to spend, maybe people who aren't breadwinners and 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 just want to spend their own money on like they don't have to feed their family all the time. It's always Uniqlo and and Zara. Those are like the two. I mean, Pull and Bear. Like who though? I mean, I know people who shop at Pull and Bear, but I don't ever hear anyone say like you know like. Sometimes I'll say, man, I need to get a new shirt. And someone's like, yeah, yeah, just buy it at Uniqlo. It's cheap there. Or or go to Zara. I mean, Zara is expensive, but Zara is more of like the higher end. Sh- Maybe for hosting stuff. 
I've heard people say like, yeah, I just bought this shit at Zara. Because when I see someone, if I, you know, if I go to an event or something and I ask them, hey, I like your outfit, they usually bought it at Uniqlo or at Zara. H&M sometimes, I guess. No one ever fucking says like Forever 21. Maybe because I'm a guy and I usually just talk to the guys like guys outfits, right? I mean, if maybe if you're a girl, maybe you have a different outlook on that. Let me know, man. Where do you guys shop? Because I usually, I just go Uniqlo. If, if I'm going to one of those, like, if it's not a Changge, if it's not a thrift store or whatever, I, I just go Uniqlo. It's just easier. Department store, maybe? 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 Nah. Uniqlo, man. Uniqlo's the vibe, man. Uh, what else? Is there anything else I want to talk about? Mm. Oh, I have a, I have a question from someone messaged me on Tevez the Best. Speaking of, because I had told you I got paid. I don't know if you want me to mention your name, but I'll just ask the question as uh, sent on my podcast Instagram saying, uh, Hey, JC, loving the podcast. Hey, thank you. Uh, do you think it's weird to talk about how much money you make? And if so, would you mind sharing about how much a freelance host makes? You know, I don't, I don't think it's weird at all. Uh, I, I don't think, you know, there, I don't know if it's an old person thing. Because I remember, I, I, maybe it was my mom. I, I just remember always being told, like, it's rude to ask someone how much money they make. I think it's okay, especially if you're inquiring because you're in the same field or you want to get into that field. That's why I always have this gripe with, with uh, you remember I shared on, I forgot, maybe it was like two episodes ago about, like, considering looking for a, a, a job. <laughs> And I was like, why do these job postings like they they uh, most of them don't have how much they're gonna pay you? Uh, I mean, even a salary range would be great. Uh, I guess because they're just trying to lowball. I don't th- I don't know. Maybe I don't want to think ill of all employers, but I assume you know I get it. It's a business. They want to pay you as little as possible for the most amount of work that they can get from you. Like, I understand that, but it just I, I always found it weird. That that it's such a sensitive topic, so yeah, I'm I'm down to share with you guys a little bit. I mean, I remember not wanting to reveal like how much my hosting rate was because uh, there are I think I've said it before. I've taken some hostings for less uh, simply because it was convenient, or I just had nothing better to do, or if it, it was a favor to a friend. That's the issue with the freelance life, I think, because you set your own rates and. I think I've also said before, like, sometimes you're like, fuck, I really want this project. I'll Maybe I'll set it for lower because you know that you're not the only one that they're talking to usually, right? Unless you're the top of choice person in mind. They're like, we want you. We'll pay you anything, which never happens, at least to me. <laughs> you know that there, there's other other people that they are courting, right? You're like, you're one of the you're one of the girls that the, the fuck boy is trying to trying to hook up with. And I'm just trying to I'm trying to spread my legs for the right amount so to speak. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, let me, okay, here, here's a, let me just go down a list because I always track my expenses and my money in, money out. How about, well, how about I go like back in time to like, I, I still have it here. My earnings from, you want, you want to do pre-pandemic? We can do pre-pandemic because pre-pandemic, I was making more money for sure. Because I was more active on social media, I actually gave a shit about it, uh, like, you know, making, you know, curating my feed and and writing on the trends or whatever. I don't do that shit anymore. 
Uh, how about that? Will will that be fair? Right? Is that is that cool? And maybe it'll give you guys some insight onto uh, why I am so cheap because I don't make that much money. Um, but uh, you know, I'm 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 getting by. Let's see. From let's go to twenty. 2017, I think, was probably my best year. So take note, this was my probably one of my best years ever. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but let me just see. I have all my listed racket or my gigs here. Here we go. Event hosting, debut, 25000 Okay, so there we go, right? Uh, here, hosting for, I'm not going to name the companies, right? Hosting for insurance company, 100000 That was because that was a three-day thing. Three different things and three different cities. Like they flew me to uh, Davao and shit. And I know hosts that will charge like way more than that. But I was like, this is a good opportunity. They're going to pay for flight. They're going to pay for accommodation. They're going to go. Like they sent me to Davao. I've never been there. I was like, fuck it, man. And even when I gave that rate, I was like, fuck. Is it too much, man? Fuck. And but what, what was really nice about that gig is because I hosted for them for a different event the first time. Maybe like the year earlier or maybe a couple months earlier than that. And uh, they wanted me to get me again. And that that to me is like the biggest, uh, what do you call it? Uh, fuck, what's the word, man? Validation for me is like they love my work so much that they're like, yeah, we got to get this guy again. That shit feels so good. Okay, here we go. Uh, should I do a calculator? I don't want to like, so what did I say? 100 plus... 20, did I say 25? Was it here? I lost it. Okay, 125. Uh, Instagram posting, 7,000. I don't even know what this was. Um, so 125 plus 7. Um, here we go. Another social media, 5K. I don't know. See, I don't, I don't, I didn't list, uh, it was my bad on this. I didn't list what the posting was. 5K, uh, voiceover work. Ooh, here. Uh, 9k for this voiceover. 20. Oh, I remember this one. I don't list, sometimes I don't list a thing. I, that's, I should, I should do that just for memories and whatever. I remember, so 20k. I got a voiceover for 20k. And I remember that. It was for a TV commercial. It's my first ever voiceover in a TV commercial. It was fucking, and here's the thing. I, we got it done in like an hour. That was so fucking, I was like, damn. And we did it, we did it like in a studio or whatever. Dude, it was, I was like, fuck, I thought it would take the whole day, but I only was in the studio for an hour, but most of that hour was them editing shit. And if I had to redo, like, they were just like, stay here just in case we need to record some lines, more lines. I think I only did like 10 minutes of work, man. Uh, let's see, hosting, 40, 40K, what the fuck was this thing? Um, here you go, wedding, 25, debut, 20, debut, 40. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. See, I did a debut for 20 and then I did a debut for 40 because I don't remember the stories there. I, I think one of them maybe was like I was recommended by a friend. So I gave like a friendly raid. Uh, one of them, I think, was just I was like, I just threw a shot in the dark. I remember uh, in 2016 when I first started hosting, um, it was this random email, man, like it just, it didn't, I, it was formatted, like, there's no formatting, <laughs> like, there's no capital letters, right, they're like, uh, hello, JC, I would like you to host my event, all in low cap, so you're like, is this a, is this a scam, so I was just like, fuck it, uh, 40,000, right, or something like, that. I forgot, I, I charged high, and then I got an email, no haggling, it's just like, okay, 
the event is at this place at this time. And up until I got to the event, I was still skeptical because at that time, I didn't know anything about contracts. I didn't have my own contracts. I didn't make anyone sign anything. So I went to the venue and I was like, fuck, are there gonna, is there, am I going to get murdered? Like, is there going to be people here? And it turns out it was like one of the best events that I've ever hosted. Like, and, and there's a photographer who's now a friend of mine. His name's Gab. We interviewed him on Halala Show. He said the same thing. He just got an email. He gave a rate and he showed up hoping that it was real. And it was. <laughs> here we go. Um, let's see. Hmm. This was also when I had my radio. So my radio, uh, I don't know if I should give you the salary of my radio, but let's just say, let's ballpark it, right? Uh, for the year. Oh, fuck. Should I say it? Yeah, I'll just say it. Yeah, that. Then I'm going, then I'm kind of being hypocritical. Uh, at the time, I don't remember my salary at the time. So I don't have it here, listed here because I only have my rackets here. But um, I think that's when I got a raise. So for the year... Pre-taxes, 300 and... What's my math on that? 360,000, right? I think it was like 30K a month. So for the year to date so far, and this is... I still have more to say. 651,000, not bad. Uh, Social media, 5K. I don't know what this was. Let me just go through all the social media. Just so... So social media, uh, this is basically Instagram. This was... I I didn't... I don't have YouTube. I, I still don't have YouTube. This was before TikTok. Uh, this was just when I was posting on social media on IG, and I had a lot of engagement in my posts. I remember my engagement rate was pretty high. It was like eight or nine, ten percent, which was really high for social for Instagram. Now I, I remember checking it like maybe a month ago. It's like I'm at like one percent <laughs> because I'm not posting thirst traps. I'm not curating my feed, and I mean such is life, right? If you if if you really want to make it in social media and make money off of it, you really got to play the game. Right, you gotta you gotta join the rat race, or you gotta you gotta play to the strengths of the social media algorithm, right? Uh, see, here's another five, five. Here's another five, seven, seven, five, ten. Oh, I remember this ten. It was like a video because you know you charge more for video. That was, I think, like a it was like a cooking thing that I did, clueless cooking shit. Mm, here we go, hosting, corporate event, thirty five. Uh, hosting 40, another 40, wedding, 35, debut, 18, I did a debut for 18, I don't even remember that, uh, let's see, Mm, social media, another one, social media, voiceover, another voiceover, 7, voiceover, 6, let me just go through all the voiceovers, 5, 8, 10. What was that? Hosting 35. Hosting 60. What was that? Hosting 40. So I'm like, you know, I'm like almost done with the list. I might have missed one or, or I might have doubled one. But I'm at about my calculator here, like a mil. One million? Which is not bad, right? One million? It's not bad. But when you look at like this, the 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 cost of living i mean if you were if i was like living in the province and i had maybe my own land and i had a business or something like i get that's a that's a huge amount but if you are let's say you're um let's say you're you're a corporate worker here in metro manila 
you make I don't know like fifty k, sixty k. Maybe you work in a uh, you know one of those PNG. You work in a call center or whatever, right? And you're making fifty, sixty thousand, which is comes out to what like six hundred thousand a year, give or take. Like if you if you factor in the expenses, let's say you're renting, or and then you you factor in like the cost of living, electricity, you don't really come out that much on top. And it, it makes you wonder, like, how can people who are making less, like, you know, minimum wage or less than 50, 60K a month, like, how do you build a future off of that? And it's not, it just doesn't seem fair, right? I mean, even if you're, especially if you're like, a, like I mentioned earlier, if you're, let's say you're the breadwinner, you have to support the needs of your family. Maybe you have to put some of your brothers or sisters or kids, sons, daughters through school. Like, what the fuck are you supposed to do there, man? It just, it, and this was when I was like really hustling and I just, I was, I guess I was very fortunate enough that, you know, this was the year that I was on mix as well as on the TV. Oh, I didn't even factor in my mix salary as well, which wasn't that big by the way. Uh, but so it, it seems like a huge number. Like I get it and I'm not, I'm not like downplaying that. Like I'm really happy that I made that amount, but at the same time, like it's not enough to buy a car. Right, like how much are fucking cars, like the good ones, like like a brand new Vios is what? I mean, I guess maybe Vios is affordable, but like you know, if you want like an SUV, those are like two million, three million. And this was me like hustling, man. This was me when when people when I was a hot item. <laughs> this is when people wanted me more. Right nowadays, I'm getting hostings and whatnot. It's, it's great, but you know, I don't have the social media presence. I'm not a huge TikTok star. I don't have a YouTube channel, a thriving YouTube channel. I'm just me. You know, I'm built, I'm just working off of my reputation and just kind of looking for stuff online. Um, oh, I didn't even factor in my commercial work too. This was like, I was still doing commercials back then. I probably had a few projects that, so it, so this is me not working as hard and like, how can you like, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm lucky that I was able to save money when I was younger. But if I had just started now, like I, I wouldn't know what I, cause I, I would, I wouldn't be able to afford a condo or anywhere to live in Metro Manila, like in a, where I live now. I wouldn't be able to probably afford it. I don't know. So anyway, uh, to whoever sent that on Instagram, I hope I gave you a little bit of a picture of of uh, freelance work, at least for my in my line. And you got to imagine, right? Like there are some content creators, some hosts out there that are just you know the name recognition alone. You you know how those guys are making a lot of money. I remember I'm not gonna name him, right? Uh, I have a I have a friend who I've worked with. He's a host. I'll just say he's it's a guy, right? Obviously now, right? It's a host. Blah blah blah. I asked him like candidly, like because I remember being like super. I was like, damn, I'm I'm making a good amount of money in in the Burr months. And I asked him like, hey man, like on average, how much do you make like on a good month? And I remember nonchalantly said, and not in a braggy way at all, right? Like he was just kind of like he did the math in his head or whatever. This guy was making one million pesos a month, a month, bro, a month. That's like how much I made in a year. I was like, damn, fuck, fuck you, man. (laughs) So such is life, right? I'm just happy living my best life. Living, uh, living on a budget, uh, planning things out and 
making this podcast. So yeah, I'm doing this podcast for free. I'm not making any money on this podcast. Hala Hala Show though. Yeah, we're making some, we're making some change on there, which is nice. But yeah, if you guys have any questions, right? Like you feel free to reach out to me. I, I know I can't like answer everyone's questions about, about freelance hosting or, or emceeing and voiceover work or whatnot. I would love to be a full-time voice actor. I, I know I'd have to get training. I know I'd have to get like a, 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 a setup here. Like I'd have to have a soundproof room. I don't have any of that shit. But those, the, the, the full-time voiceover people, man, what a dream that is. Like you are, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying you have all the tools. I mean, besides that, the, the equipment that it's a probably a one-time thing, maybe the occasional upgrade every few years, but it's so cool that you have, your instrument is is fucking with you all the time, man. It's your voice. How fucking awesome is that? There are some people I know, like I did the math, like because I was looking at the so there's a standard voiceover rate for for like that they say quote unquote it's the standard. I did some math. I was like, man, these these voiceover people are making three, four, five times of what I make, and they're just doing like way less work in terms of amount of voiceover. Like if you if we take the hours worked, they're working less hours but making more, which is fucking amazing. And I want to be able to someday, hopefully, get to that point. But I really have to train. I'd have to practice. I'd have to create. I'd have to get the equipment and and build the build the room, build the soundproof room, come up with you know different scripts and and reels that I, one day one day it's gonna come to that. But yeah. See, longer, juicy episodes as requested by Lawrence. All right, that's the podcast for today. Uh, watch the NBA playoffs. Who do you think is going to win? I think the West, whoever is going to come out of the West is going to win. I hate Kevin Durant and the Spur, uh, Kevin Durant and, uh, and fucking Chris Paul, but I think they're going to beat the Clippers. Uh, but I, I, I don't think they're going to make it to the end. If they get to the Western Conference Finals, I think they're going to lose to either LA, if LA makes it. Fuck, I don't know. I just, I just don't want them to win, man. I don't think the East has anyone good enough to beat whoever comes out on top in the West, it, assuming everyone's healthy, right? All right, that's it. Take care of yourselves. Message me on the podcast Instagram. Feel free to reply to the, the Q&A in the Spotify whatever if you're listening on Spotify. And I'll catch you all. Say it with me later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 